you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. I don't like private jets. I fly southwest. And you never catch me wearing a beeping wire. That's how you get your head deflated like a tire. Oh, no idea. <laughs> I have to guess the artist. Is that what I'm doing? Artist or song, yeah. Um, I'm, very, I'm a fan of old school hip hop. I, I, this lyric doesn't sound familiar to me, so either it's an older song that I hadn't heard or it's a new rapper. I'm just going to throw out a name and say uh, Lil Wheezy. Lil Wayne. Nope. Really, Tyler, you can't, you have nothing? Uh, dude, honestly, you throw me off so much with how... You know, you know what I listen to, though? It's not going to be... It's going to be like so riff, uh, riff Raff or um, it's going to be a stupid Led Zeppelin wannabe band. <laughs> no. Or don't, do not be smirched, Greta Van Fleet. Uh, it's E-40, understands me. That is uh, a, definitely a West Coast rapper from back in the day. Bay Area. Bay Area. And you know what's Ooh. funny? The only Bay Area rappers that I grew up listening to were the Hieroglyphics crew, which was like Souls of Mischief and um, um, Farside and those kind of guys. Outside of that, I was more of an East Coast hip-hop guy. Um, so I liked that. I liked that. What's up, everybody? Cigar Noise Boys here. Dom and Tyler joined for the third time the second podcast uh, with Miguel Shodell of Crown Heads. Uh, the last one we did, was that two weeks ago? Anyway. Uh, probably two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago we did one that uh, will forever remain unrecorded and lost to, to me. Yeah. We're going to ask you some new questions this time. Not going to go over uh, PB&Js or anything. Oh, <laughs> okay. man. Again. That was, a, that was a magical episode then. It was I lost, good. I lost sleep over it because we had everything. I had the mic. We had good. We had funny stories, and then you fucked up. You don't even sleep, so you say you lost sleep. You must have just stayed up. Well, instead of the typical hour he gets a night, he got a half an hour. <laughs> no, this whole COVID thing. I'm working a little bit less. Only sixty hours a week. So. Yeah. Uh, so what's everyone smoking, drinking? Miguel, you first. Well, I uh, just finished a glass of sangria earlier with my wife. Uh, so right now I'm having a bottle of water, but I'm smoking a 2018 Las Calaveras. This is the LC46. So this one's got two years of age on it. And if you can see that ash, I mean, it's stacking dimes all the way. It is a beautiful, beautiful cigar. I always say you can fake strength. You can fake flavors in a cigar, but you can't fake age. And this two-year-old cigar is tasting fantastic. Nice. Tyler? Uh, I, f <laughs> I feel awful, but um, I'm smoking a... Uh... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Tyler, you have so many cigars. We had the, the pack of Ace Prime cigars. I have one. And what, are you, what are you smoking? I'm finishing up a uh, HVC uh, La Rosa Maduro. Um, here's the story. It was in my car for like four days, so I needed to smoke it. And uh, is it good? It's yeah, it's really good. I haven't had one of these since the uh, trade show, I believe. But I do have the um, Puchardo, um, San Andreas, San, ooh, San Andreas one next. So 
Yeah, I haven't smoked an HVC in quite some time. It's been a while. I gotta, I gotta pick up some of their cigars again. I'm very much a creature of habit, so when something gets outside of my my view, you know, I tend to forget about them. So I gotta go back and visit their blends. I really like their 500th uh, when oh, they yeah. came out with last year. That was good yeah. stuff. I'm smoking the, uh, I think it's called the Classic. That is, yeah, that's the Bichardo Sumatra Classico. That's the uh, the more affordable um, 950 MSRP Sumatra wrapper. Beautiful blend. Comes in one size. The size you obviously are smoking. It's got a blue band. It's just a beautiful, beautiful cigar. It has a little bit of Ometepe in it as well. Nice. And my dad, he's sitting by me. He's smoking the Tiago Splitter. Oh, very nice. I love that Tiago. That's a Sumatra as well. Uh, the Robusto or the Toro? Uh, well, he had the Toro first, actually, but right now he's on to the Robusto. Nice. Okay. You put yeah. those together and you get a double Corona. There you go. <laughs> I think that was my favorite of the of the bunch with the splitter. That one I, I really, really enjoyed. Beautiful. I like that and I like the um, – was it the San Andreas, the, the red label, Richardo? Yeah, uh, the red label is a Habano. Habano. I like that one a lot. Mm. All right. So a little bit of repeat from the last episode. Uh, Crown Heads, what's the deal with them and Ace Prime? Absolutely. So Ace Prime uh, is co-owned by uh, Ace Prime and Tobacco Loader Pichardo. Tobacco Loader Pichardo is their factory down in uh, Esteli, Nicaragua. And Ace Prime is the company here in the States, and they do a, a variety of lines. Pichardo Reserva Familiar, which has three lines. Uh, the Classico, which has one line now, which will add a Maduro sometime soon uh we also they also do the mxs line they have dominique wilkins they have tiago splitter and, and uh, uh adrian gonzalez is coming soon as well uh and then they have the luciano traveler and so basically i've known luciano who's co-owner of the the factory and the company uh for probably about a decade and he's kind of been in the industry kind of behind the scenes the factory down there's been around quite a long time um and so him and I hit it off. We became friends for years. And obviously that in, I got the opportunity to introduce him to Mike and John at crown heads. They hit it off really well. They started making some blends for us to try. We were just blown away by the quality that they were able to produce. And, you know, we gave them a test. We, we asked them to make Juarez for us. Uh, Juarez was going to be a, a kind of a private label for, for an account. Uh, it turned out to be much bigger than that. It turned out to be a core line of ours. It's sold in all of our brick and mortars across the country. It's been a huge hit for us. And um, because of that, we've continued to work with them. And we decided to start a strategic alliance where they will focus heavily on a lot of product for us, a lot of different blends for us. Uh, and we took over their distribution in the United States. They were in about a little over 100 accounts. We're in about 1,500 accounts. So we took over their distribution to spread the word on Ace Prime and Tobacco Loader Pichardo to tell that story. And they're focusing on making blends for us. Uh, we have a new cigar that I literally just finished before we went live that we will announce later in the year. It'll be a new core line for us. And I will tell you, it's one of the best cigars I've ever smoked in my life. And it's coming from Tobacco Loader Pichardo. Nice. And that, the um, Pichardo, no, not the Pichardo, the um, Luciano, is that the name of it? Luciano, yeah. What, Luciano. Luciano what uh what tobacco is using that one so that's pedro de oro all filler and binder is all pedro de oro and um it's a it's a mixture of some peruvian pedro de oro in there which means uh golden hair 
and it's a it's a, a tobacco that is very complex, very difficult to to uh, to grow. And he wanted to create something special, so he created a cigar for himself. It's a cross between like a Corona Gorda and a True Churchill, uh, Lancero kind of length and ten count box. It's a beautiful cigar. There's a limited run of how many of those cigars can be produced, and that is pretty much their 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 top of the line if you will cigar and it, it does have a very thin ecuador uh wrapper on it but the show of that cigar is really the filler and the binder that that better the oro yeah speaking of golden hair tyler what on earth was your instagram <laughs> video saying you're not going to cut your hair until the next cigar trade show yeah i've, I've been really sad about it especially uh, i was going through my playlist on my iphone on my uh Apple Music, and uh, I had a, a a mix I made just from the trade show last year, and then I'm like, I can't believe this isn't happening. This is not happening this year. I went through the pictures. Me and Miguel had a great night at the Rum Bar. Me and you shared a moment at Skip's party or Roman Craft's party um, in Vegas. You know, I'm just, it's sad, man. It's like the one. That's 95% of the reason why I work at a cigar shop is to go to the trade show. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But um, so in to, to pay my, um, to give honor to the trade show, I'm not cutting my hair until PCA comes back. So he's kind of better the Oro. Yep. It's kind of like a playoff beard. Yep. But, but I can't grow a beard. It doesn't make as much sense, I feel like. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> how nice his cap is. So you are wearing our Four Kicks Capa Especial hat. It's a white hat, snapbacks, got the uh, black in the back, blue logo in the front. Uh, that's a hat we did. So the problem was COVID-19. Um, you know, obviously it's affected a lot of people. And that's probably the most important part of the story of COVID-19. But it did affect business as well. Uh, Capa Especial should have been on the market in March or April. And, and obviously, because of COVID-19, um, packaging, cigars, all those things have been delayed. So we're hoping July, August that COPPA gets out. We've done a lot of pre-orders on it. People are excited about it. And the COPPA Special, that blend, what's unique about that blend is when Crown Heads was first created nine years ago by John and Mike. Now, these two guys have been together, like, experience in the premium cigar world. Their years together is 60-plus years in the premium hand-rolled hand business. And so, but nine years ago when CAO was sold, uh, they started Crown Heads and they came down to two blends. The four kicks that we have today with the red label, the gold red label, which everyone knows that's our, still our best selling line that people love and our signature cigar. And then there was another blend that Ernie preferred. Well, John and Mike decided to chose on the four kicks that's been out that everyone knows today. We have now gone back to that original blend that Ernie favored, which was a very similar blend, but it had one Dominican leaf down the center, and then it was covered, instead of a Habano, a Sumatra Ecuadorian wrapper. So that is the Capa Especial. So it's kind of uh, Ernie's take on which our, what our first cigar would have been. Um, and Ernie, obviously, is a master blender. He's a, a, you know, a, an all-star in his business, a, a legend, a Hall of Famer. And so we're very proud to be able to bring that blend out. So that's the hat that uh, Tyler's rocking today. Um, so you said that it wasn't just a wrapper switch. You added Dominican tobacco to it? Yeah, so it had one leaf of Dominican tobacco in it, which the Four Kicks original is all Nicaraguan filler binder. Okay. Uh, and then the Four Kicks Maduro, is that just a, a wrapper, or was there any other 
Yeah, that was a rapper change. And, and what's unique is it wasn't just like, hey, give me a Maduro wrapper, I'll put it on. We, we, we really wanted, we were only going to do a line extension um, or blend extension if it was going to be something special. And the Maduro wrapper on there is a Connecticut Habano Maduro. So it is a Connecticut grown, not broadleaf, not Connecticut shade. It is a Habano seed grown in Connecticut River Valley. And that long fermentation gives it that nice, dark, dark, oily wrapper. And that is a wrapper that's not widely available. So that's the reason why we did the Four Kicks Maduro is to have that wrapper and utilize that wrapper. So it had to be something special. And that's what that wrapper comes out to be. I think the, um, the inch anniversary had that um, Connecticut Habano wrapper on it. You're right. You are right. I was going to ask you if you, I was wondering if you guys used it, but yeah, you guys did. Absolutely. I just that's noticed in, that. That's in short supply right now too, that wrapper. I just noticed that my screen name was still set to Mr. Sipinary because I did a, a graduation Zoom <laughs> with all the eighth graders. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, are, you do, a, are you a teacher? Yeah. Middle nice. school liter literature and spelling, which is why we do the, the words of the week, which Tyler, why don't you like that? That's the best segment. <clears throat> That's not the best, but. Well, um, because A, I never know the word. Usually That's I, I'm trying to teach you something new every day. Expand your lexicon. But you want me to use it um, in a cigar um, way. And uh, you can only do that so many times. Like how many more cigars? Like <laughs> if I don't, um, you know. Tyler, word of the day is au courant, and I'll help you out. Is that like a that, food? That, wow, that crown head's hat of yours is very au courant. Dapper? Very stylish. Very stylish. stylish? Uh, fashionable is one definition. The other is just uh, like in the know, up to date with things. Au courant? Au courant. Right. Let, me, let, me tell, let me tell everybody that you listen to Cigar Boys Noise, you not only get cigar education, my brothers, you get to learn words and lyrics to rap songs from E40. I mean, there is no other cigar show out there that does what you guys do. You guys are truly part of the American fabric of the cigar industry. You want to correct them? <laughs> <laughs> No, I just figure if I keep using these words, one day Tyler's going to write a cigar review and use some of them. That would be the happiest day of my life. That would be fantastic. This cigar I smoked was so au courant. Au courant, stylish and au courant. I was thinking croissant, so I was thinking maybe hey, it was French, something, hey. yeah, something you put on a sandwich. Qu croissant. <laughs> found croissant. the language of origin. <laughs> Tyler, did you, I, I mean, that kind of ruined my word of the day because I gave it to you. Spoon fed it to you, but uh, what do you have? From, uh, uh, your pass. Oh, I told you this an hour ago to have a word, dude. I had to get some stuff set up, and uh, and isn't he supposed to pick a word from the Urban Dictionary? Yes, he is. Yeah, it's uh -oh. so easy to do. They, I mean, they have like words of the day for them. I think unbelievable. I know. Well, hey, here's a new segment. I don't know if it's gonna last, um, but I loved Mad Libs. Growing yeah. up? Yeah. My kids still love them. Uh, so I'm going to give a sentence with a blank. What's the first thing you think about? Uh, Miguel, you first. Sentence is, honey, take out your phone and get a picture of that blank. Tyler's here. <laughs> nice. 
you, I would also put not only Tyler's hair, I could put Tyler's Better the Odos. He's got beautiful blonde golden hair. <laughs> yeah, people know what you're talking about, though. It's like, what? <laughs> do I have consent to take a picture of his Pedro de Oros? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, All right, read it to me again. Lib. All right, read it honey, again. Honey, take out your phone and get a picture of that blank. Uh, tramp stamp. What? That'd be a good name for Star. <laughs> It is a cigar. I know. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Dom never heard of it, though. Latilia. It's cigar right, related. Well, that was that was uh, the fun new segments. We'll last. I love it. I love it. Tune I love in it. next week. <laughs> Same bat channel. Same bat time. All right. Um, Miguel, I realized after the last podcast, we didn't talk about uh, keep the lights on. Yeah. Um, so what are you guys doing with that? So it's very, very au courant of Crown Heads to do this thing. Well, it was something that Ace Prime and Crown Heads came up with the idea. We were really worried about our retailers, our brick and mortars. I mean, the, the God's honest truth is many of the cigar companies are going to survive this. Um, a lot of us are always prepared. If you're a successful business person, you're smart about it. You really are prepared for these kind of situations. But brick and mortars are mom and pop shops, man. They work hard. They're the backbone of the industry. They mean everything to the industry and, and you're not getting rich. You know what I mean? It's, it's truly a labor of love and it's a hobby. So we were very worried about our brick and mortars. Um, I mean, over 90% of our sales go through brick and mortar and 10% online. So the brick and mortar means everything to us. And so this idea of there's all these cigar of the month clubs, they're all over the place. Some of them are retail shops that have a big operation, have an online presence, and they have a Cigar of the Month club. Some things are like Stogie Bird, where it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, Sam Lucia, where he's doing it out of, uh, you know, out of uh, like a warehouse. And we love all those. They're, they're a great way for people to discover new cigars. Um, but we noticed that a lot of mom and pops either don't have the time, don't have the ability, or don't have the technology to do it. So we came up with an idea to do a Cigar of the Month club. But when you sign up, there's different levels, like a normal Cigar of the Month club. But when you sign up, you have to choose a brick and mortar. And the brick and mortar that you sign up, you choose one, and 100% of the profits go to, uh, to that retailer. So if a person signs up, you know, every month, we cut a check back to that store, you know, for the profits of, of what that box would be. And so it's something that we're very excited about because at the end of the day, we don't make, you know, we're not making money on it. You know what I mean? We're covering the cost of cigars and the packaging and shipping. But the profits go back to the store, and we're very, very proud to create something like this. In the beginning, a lot of people didn't really understand the concept, but every week that goes by, more and more people are loving it. So if you're a consumer, you can go to thebulbbox.com, thebulbbox.com. You can sign up. It's, you know, pick your, pick your, your level of support, pick your brick and mortar, and then you sign up as a, as a member, and you get cigars sent to your house. Uh, you, don't, you can't buy the whole portfolio. It's just it's samplers that we've curated to make to make uh, to make available. If you're a retailer, it's free to sign up. All you have to do is go to the website, sign up as a retailer, and then your customers, your consumers, can just go and sign up and and, and choose you, and you can start getting that money back in your in your uh, in your uh, bank account. So it's a way to help our brick and mortars to keep the lights on. We do a show every Monday and every Thursday. It's a, it's two shows a week. We'll eventually go down to one show a week, you know, once we all start traveling again. But it's something that we really want to do. And so far, it's been a very successful. Um, and we hope to add other cigar companies to the uh, to the sample samplers as we go on. Nice. And um, I know this is a tough time for a lot of companies. 
Um, that's why I think it's a really cool idea to uh, still get cigars to the people when uh, it was uh, deemed unsafe to maybe go to the lounges. I know some are opening up still. So is this going to continue even if yeah, uh, we're going to open? We're going to continue to run it as long as people support it. I mean, so if people are supporting it two years from now, we're going to keep it going. At the end of the day, it's really about supporting a brick and mortar. If a, if, a, if a customer comes in, let's say to a shop that Tyler works at, and maybe he belongs to a Cigar of the Month Club, and, and Tyler gets to know the customer. He's a good customer. And maybe Tyler then will be able to say, hey, man, I know you like supporting us. And this is one way you can support us is by buying your Cigar of the Month Club through uh, the boldbox.com and that way that customer can support you not only by coming through to your brick and mortar but he can also support you by by ordering his cigars online and having them delivered to his house at the end of the day our industry needs online retailers and they need brick and mortar our industry is is an industry of, of just great people there's great people in our business and it's just a way for us to help out the brick and mortars and a lot of consumers want to support their retailers and i'll tell you right now man i'm in contact with stores all over the country some still can't let in you know customers some are still doing curbside some can only do 20 percent or 50 percent capacity so there's still a lot of need for this and we're going to keep it going as long as people want to support it awesome yeah the lounges all around me are still closed just curbside I was told I could bring like a lawn chair and sit out the front. People are doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> I, might, I might have to for a small batch blind reviews, but we'll there see. There you go. There you go. Uh, what's, tell us a little bit about the, the, the bad news you got, Dom, as far as smoking. What bad? Oh, did I talk about that last? Oh, anyway. oh yeah. But we can tell Miguel I, real quick. Yeah. So uh, I'm not supposed to be smoking on my balcony but I have been throughout this because I have no lounge and it's a great way for me to do my work while doing that. I could make cigar analogies videos. You haven't done Instagram. that in a while, but yeah, I, no, I, I, no I'll, I'll get back on that. No Stay place to smoke, tomorrow. no friends, no lounge, um, but no job. The uh, guy in the apartment below me uh, gave me a phone call and he said, Hey, you know, I, I, I smell some smoke. And I talked to the guy who smoked cigarettes and it wasn't him. And he would go like on the street where it's okay to smoke. And he said, oh, the smoke was still coming this way. So I asked him to move somewhere else. And I, I guess he did. Wow. Um, but for the last like two Zooms I've done with the small batch crew, I've just had to go in my car and park it in the parking lot away from people. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. Well, you know, hopefully sooner or later, you know, I know California is expensive, but look at Tyler. Tyler now has got, he's the homeowner now. He's got his own lounge. Uh, I told him the name at the landing strip. I don't know if that, if what he's named it, but uh, I think that'd be a great name. I like that. You know, I think he's got, he's got a great, great little setup there. Uh, I'm on my lanai right now and it uh, looks like a storm is coming, but I'm out here smoking. I always tell my neighbors, hey, look, hey, I smoke a lot of cigars. I smoke them on my lanai. If for any reason they bother you, please let me know. And no one's complained yet. Nice. I feel for you, Dom. I feel for you, brother. Yeah, and I'm, I'm apartment hunting right now in Silicon Valley. So I'm on a buy freeze at the moment. Unless, unless I get a call back from Allier Cigars saying like, oh, you're next on the list for Romocraft 2020. But I, I'm guessing either they wrote down uh, my number incorrectly or I just wasn't the first 100. 
Um, you got to reach out to Lenny over there, man, over out here in Arizona. Yeah, but it's been like a week, and I want to call back and say, like, hey, did you sell out? Ooh, about those cigars. You got yeah. to drop Tyler's name. Tyler but knows got, everyone in his business. I got to save up. Par- single apartments are not very cheap because all my housemates are moving out places. You see that, Miguel? I do. Michael Moreland. I introduced you to Michael Moreland. Why is your phone doing a rave right now? What's I up, know. It's, it's like a cl- – he's answering a phone on a live interview. <laughs> oh he, o- he always does that. I want to see if anything – if he had anything to add to the conversation. Moreland's a good dude. He's out of Illinois. He's a good dude, man. We were, sitting out, in, we were sitting out in Rum Bar in Las Vegas uh, having my typical – I love the Rum Bar during the trade show when it's in Vegas because – for some reason, not a lot of people go there that are in the cigar industry. And so I'm not a partier. I don't like to be in parties and clubs and all that kind of stuff. So I go there. I order a, um, a neat rum, you know, maybe like a, a Diplomatico, serve it neat. And then I order a cocktail, a rum cocktail, something sweet. And uh, I'll drink those and smoke a couple cigars. That's just my way to wind down. One day, uh, Tyler came over. And uh, Michael Moreland came over, and we had a good time together. I think you had a watermelon shirt on, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I did. And I had a pina oh. colada. I, Tyler, I remember telling you this. I almost bought a watermelon shirt myself for PCA this year so we could match. That would have been baller. Uh, <laughs> does this still fit you, Tyler? You've lost so much damn weight, man. Uh, I haven't tried it on, but um, I am happy that I can now shop at, uh, like, Target in uh, Instead of Meyer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll feel you. No longer uh, Pat's tent and uh, tarp. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I love it. I'm going to light up another cigar, boys. And then uh, while you're doing that, um, I was going to say, Miguel, you just brushed over the Lanai thing. Can you talk about that again? <laughs> Lanai, what's a Lanai? Yeah. All right, so I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, man. I'm an Ohio guy. We have patios up north, right? And uh, down here in Florida, they have patios, but they're all screened in. These are all screened in, and uh, the bugs in Florida are real deal, man. They are serious. I mean, it's crazy out here, especially in the rainy season right now. The bugs are they're they're huge and they fly and so you have to have a lanai you can't enjoy your patio so i have a beautiful fan i've got uh the the lanai and it keeps out about 90 percent of the bugs so that way you can get out and enjoy it so lanai i don't know if that's a french word or what but i you know lanais are new to me since i moved to florida we don't have lanais in up north if you do screen in your porch it's called a screened in porch yeah, uh, I'm digging the the backdrop with the with the palm trees and and then uh, Dom's got a beautiful siding at his I'm, parents' house. Yeah, because I I mean there's a window and I don't want it. No, like you see people walking by it because now we're live. Well, here you know when we when we first moved to Florida two years ago, we uh, sold our house in Cincinnati and then we moved to Florida, we moved into an apartment, and then we moved into a condo while we were looking to build a house. So we finally got to build a house and the one thing I really wanted was palm trees. So we have some palm trees out back and we have a palm tree in the front. I really wanted a palm tree. Like you got to live in Florida, you got to have a palm tree. And I'm, I'm near Fort Myers, so I'm really South Florida. And so the palm trees down here are just beautiful. Um, uh, Moreland said to refer to you as El Presidente. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no longer. Miguel. 
so does anybody in the cigar industry live by you? Uh, well, I am an hour from Naples where Rocky Patel is based out of. Uh, so an hour south of me is Rocky Patel. Uh, there's a lot of great shops in, in Fort Myers. There's some great, you're, you're not that far from, uh, like I said, Naples or, or um, you know, hour north of me is Sarasota. Cigar Cigars up there. Uh, and then you up further north, you hit Tampa. So uh, I would say as far as cigar companies go, it would be, Rocky would be the closest. Yeah, I thought maybe uh, Jack Tarano was like the house over. Mm, Jack's my boy, but the thing, Jack is like family to me. I love Jack Tarano. He's a national sales manager with Espinosa. Him and I cut our teeth together back in the day. And um, he lives in Miami. He lives in Kendall. And um, there's nothing you could get me to do to live on that side of Florida. Everyone's based out of there. I'm just not a, I'm not a Miami guy. Like I said, I'm not into clubs or, or busyness. I like to be away from everything. So that's kind of, that's why we chose this part of Florida right here because it's, it's on the golf and it's a lot more, you know, it's a good place for El Presidente to be. And so just so you know, El Presidente comes from a uh, video game. I used to play a ton in college and I still dabble a little bit. It's called Tropico. And you play a dictator in the Caribbean and your name is El Presidente and you have to run your Caribbean Island and you can choose to run it, um, as a dictator, you can choose to run it uh, by election. You can create um, cornfields. You can have llamas. You can have palms. Is, is this like Sims? It's very similar to Sims. <laughs> but what's great about this game is, is that you can plant tobacco and you can start a cigar factory on your island. You can have a, a rum distillery and produce your own rum for export because you're trying to create an economy. And so you can, have, you can grow fields of tobacco and have a factory make cigars. So what's your factory name and what kind of tobacco do you grow? Mm. Well, the island is called Tropico, and so it's Tropican Tobacco. And uh, the cigars are called El Presidente Especial. Okay. No, <laughs> you don't get the name of your cigar, I don't think. But it's just, it's a fun <laughs> game. I've played it for years. It is a little bit maybe um, not the most politically correct game because you can choose, you have to choose um, your your personality and you have to choose a dictator to have those personalities. So you can pick Fidel, Che, um, Batista, uh, you can pick, um, you can pick all these baby doc from Haiti. And it's not the most politically correct game, but it's a fun game and it's a big seller. I know when I was playing red dead Two, red dead redemption, uh, every time I would go to the general store, <laughs> I would buy cigars. <laughs> <laughs> You you probably smoked. You probably spent more money on virtual cigars than you did on real cigars. Uh, I don't know. Don't know about so, that. how many boxes have you bought? You bought your fourth box recently. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking maybe that'll be my next cigar noise weekly uh, video, talking about my Coolador. Um, but I have uh, Tatuaje TAA 2020. I have HVC 500. Patina Maduro in Toro, Double Toro. That was my first box purchase. Mo makes a great cigar. Oh, yeah. Love Mo. Um, uh, what else? Oh, uh, Fratello Bianco, number three, I think. Three or four. Uh, I, love, I love the Fratello, man. I, I'm telling you, that brand is a great brand, and, and, it, and the, the dude that owns it couldn't be better. He's the salt of the earth. I always run into him in airports. He's a great dude, man. 
And uh, the last one I just got was a Serena Maduro XX. Nice. Nice. Um, I tell you, um, I got to tell you, I'm going to tell you a little story because this this is what podcasts are. They're all about telling stories. Now, my first box of cigars, um, I don't know what my first, I know what my first cigar was, but I don't remember my first box. But at that time, I was buying a lot of CAOs. Uh, this is about 98, 99. I was buying CAO. I was buying Avo Maduro Pyramids. And I was buying uh, some Indian tobacco. And Rocky made the cigar. It was so delicious. It's no longer around. But it had the longest name ever. You ready for this? <laughs> Indian tobacco Super Fuerte Mini Bellicoso Maduro. That was the name of the cigar. The longest freaking name. And uh, I bust Rocky's chops about it all the time. But it was a great cigar. I used to buy boxes of those. Now, let me tell you. Fast forward... I get the job at CAO. This is almost 18 years ago. I drive down to do an interview. Two months, three months go by. They call me back for another interview. I get the job. They send me home with probably 20, 25 boxes of samples. And these are in boxes, right? Nowadays, all the companies usually give the reps bundles to save on the box. But at that time, they didn't do that. So I drive all the way from Nashville, Tennessee, back to Cincinnati, Ohio. I get home at like midnight. I sit down and I crack open each box. And there's still, to this day, there's still something special about crap, cracking open a fresh box of cigars. It's a, still a great feeling. If there's anyone out there listening who only buys singles, sooner or later, invest in a box. You can do a Coolador. You can get an inexpensive humidor. Buying by the box, there's something special about it. It really is. And when a friend comes over and I'm able to crack open a box and say, here, grab one out of the box. It's just, it's a great feeling. It's a great gesture, you know? And that's why I think, Dom, for your next box will, should be the, the Los Calavares 2020 because last time we talked about how they, uh, how they age or how well they age and, and what you guys do to. Yeah. So traditionally, uh, Las Calaveras comes in a box and it's uncellophane. Uh, and the reason for that is because we want it to continue to age and there's cedar, cedar kind of planks in between uh, the different rows. And we leave it on cellophane for a reason because it continues to age in that box. Because of COVID-19, 2020 will be the first time that it's actually uh, cellophane. Hopefully in the future we won't have to. But we're going to announce tomorrow. Uh, you'll see the announcement tomorrow. We're going to announce uh, Las Calaveras 2020. We're very excited about it. And um, I, I think Dom, if you're looking to buy an incredible box, the LC46 Corona Gorda, which we do every year, um, is the way to go, brother. Yeah, well, I mean, I love the um, the 2020 on all these boxes. I think that's just, like, visually appealing. Yeah. Nice, nice even number. Um, I was debating – I was leaning more toward the uh, La Colección because I love that cigar. I think it would age well. Yeah, La Colección, actually, I tell you, ages really well. That blend is really made to be blend, to be aged, and it has that broadleaf. It has a very rustic, earthy flavor. And, look, Drew Estate knocked it out the park on that blend. That blend is incredible. Willie Herrera, John Huber, uh, four different Vitolas. The Corona Gorda and the Gordito. The Gordito's the Robusto. Those are the two sizes I think are the all-stars in that line. Yeah, I'm trying to get, um, eventually, a box of every company that – I support a cigar that I like and uh, something that I like the band, uh, the look of the band as well. Nice. Um, so I know uh, El Baracho Maduro by Dapper, that's on my list hopefully in the future. I was given, uh, I was at a shop in Ohio up in Cleveland before everything got kind of shut down 
and uh, I was uh, I smoked the borracho Maduro, and I was very impressed. I don't know the Dapper guys. I I really don't know Ian. I don't know those guys at all. But that borracho was fantastic. Great cigar. I, I'm look, man. You know, it's funny because uh, I'm a cigar smoker. I'm not just in the industry. I was a hobbyist before I got into the industry. I got into cigars and and really got into it in '96. And then come 98, I was buying full boxes. I'm a hobbyist as well as working in the industry. And so I, I'm like anybody else. When I go into a humidor, I want to smoke it all. I want to try everything. I want to try new blends. And I think that's kind of the fun. And that, that has been lost on me, even though I've been in the industry as long as I have. That's cool. Because some people get um, burnt out. I know some people who don't only smoke their own stuff, like never smoke um, anything else. And I think you, you know, that it, it, it takes out a lot of the fun part, you know, cause I, I smoke, I mean, I smoke a lot of uh, a few different brands, but I smoke everything in the shop. If it's, if it's new, especially, or a new size, I smoke six by sixties. I smoked a, a lunatic torch four and three quarters by 70. It was like smoking Ooh. a fucking, uh, like a, <laughs> like a beer can. Like, yeah. Uh, but I'll smoke infused, um, every, you know, everything. I think as a tobacconist, that's good on you to do that, man. I, I think that, Look, I, I'm not a fan of flavored cigars. I have nothing against them at all. Zero. Like if someone smokes a flavored cigar, it doesn't bother me. Um, I don't like the taste of it on my palate. Um, but I will tell you that I think as a tobacconist, understanding flavored, uh, aromatic, uh, premium, bundle, uh, Cuban sandwich, you got to understand it all. And I think that makes you a better tobacconist when you can explain or, or know all about these cigars and, and some of them, they all have a market and they all have a place, you know? I, I haven't tried the upsetters. Um, but I think the only, only thing I have against a few cigars is when I'm in a lounge that doesn't have good ventilation. Yeah. And then if I'm sitting right next to somebody, then I'm not able to enjoy my cigar as much as I would otherwise. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, Dom. I'm, I'm, I, that does, I've been at events where someone will, they'll be at a Crown Heads event and everyone's smoking Crown Heads and there's like one person who lights up like an acid or something. And again, acid is a, is a major player in this business and we work with Drew Estate on blends, um, but it does affect your cigar. And so I can understand that, you know what I mean? Um, luckily, when I'm on my, on my lanai, when I'm smoking, there's, I don't have to worry about anything else, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I like lounges that have outdoor seating uh, the best. Mm -hmm. Oh, Tyler, you're shaking your heads because you're not in California with the beautiful weather. Yeah, I hate smoking outside. Um, I mean, if it's like hot and humid and the smoke will kind of like linger by you, yeah. But if I'm outside and it's windy and I, if I feel like I don't get all the, the same aroma, Dude. flavor, all that jazz. West West Coast Cigars in South San Jose, nice outdoor seating. They have a fire pit, and that's like where everyone just goes, sits down around the fire pit and hangs out. That's uh, do they have s'mores there? The top. No, what? Why not? <laughs> what are you? You gonna, I thought that was code get... word. <laughs> Dom, you s'mores hey, in a hey. sentence. You got some s'mores? <laughs> I think it'd be something fun and neat. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I will tell you this, that uh, I, Tyler, I'm, I like, it all depends, man. It, 
the for me it all has to be it has to be a comfortable weather like earlier today i had a cigar out here on the patio and it was miserable it was hot humid there was no air blowing anywhere it was just not enjoyable now it's cooled down it's raining uh there's a breeze and i love smoking outdoors in that kind of weather you know the problem is that you know tyler you're up in wisconsin the the weather can be brutal in the winter and then in the summer it's super humid so unlike dom who has california which 90 percent of the year it's it's beautiful weather out there and you definitely um pay for it but it's 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 a beautiful state man i mean you get some cold days of 50 degrees fahrenheit yeah oh, lord uh is your, is your dad still around you yeah but i mean i have my headphones in oh because i'm wondering uh what what are you gonna say remember when he was kind of talking about how much you smoke and how expensive they are. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you probably heard you talk about all these boxes you plan on buying. In the, future, in, the, in the future, when I get my new apartment, maybe. We'll see. Well, I will tell you guys, man. I My father and mother, when I got into cigars back in the 90s, they were pretty happy because I was spending all my excess money on cigars and, 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 the, and a hobby, right? Opposed to going to the bars and drinking. It wasn't my thing going to college parties or, you know, just doing stupid stuff. I, I actually invested in a hobby and got into it. And it took, it took my father a little while to understand it. He smoked a pipe when he was younger. My mother being Latin is part of the culture. Cigars are, are just, you kind of grow up around cigars. And so, um, they were happy that I got into a hobby that was, um, you know, that was, that was fun. And I, and, and they were very happy with me getting involved in cigars. And then obviously I got in the industry and it's been a great, it's been a great ride. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of got into cigars in college when, cause I went to UC Santa Cruz and everyone's smoking the Mary Jane down there. Yeah. 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 And you know, I joined a fraternity and I was like, you know what? Hey, I will work. Uh, preventive maintenance. I'll do security when you're doing parties. I'll be on the on the patio smoking a cigar. It was, it was good stuff. Good times. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, that's me, man. I wasn't I wasn't a partier. You know, when I worked at CAO, we threw. And Tyler, it's it's, it's a shame you weren't you weren't in the biz. You were probably too young back then. But back in the day, CAO used to throw the biggest craziest parties at at IPCPR RTDA now PCA. But we used to throw the biggest party of the year, and. Uh, and it was just great. And I had the same thing. I always volunteered to work the door. You know, they'd say, oh, we can rotate. i say, no, 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 Let everyone else party. I'll work the door the whole night. I just had a cigar and it was great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Tyler, do you party? Uh, no, but I think you might be the, the oldest person ever to duct tape two 40-ounce uh, bottles of alcohol to your hands. It, okay. It was not a malt liquor. It was super easy. It was Bud Light, and I did it for did it for the likes. <laughs> did it for Cigar Noise Weekly. You did it for the gram. <laughs> did essentially more YouTube, but yeah. Um, I like. Hey, hey, uh, that kind of ties in this uh, week's segment for Cigar Noise Weekly. Hasn't been posted yet, um, but. If thrift stores were a cigar, what cigar or a cigar brand would they be? I mean, it depends on what you think about thrift stores. I, I love them, but. Uh, you know, what's, you, first of all, thrift store, what's interesting about thrift stores is I've donated a lot to thrift stores. And uh, I never really went into thrift, thrift stores at all. 
And then uh, when I got to be friends with Sam Lacia back in the day when I was at Taranio and we, we sold his, his line of cigars, when I would be on the road with him, he always wanted to stop at thrift stores. So I would go in with him and he was always looking for like old leather bags or just rare stuff. And I fell in love with thrift stores. So I, I'm, I agree, Dom. At one time I thought thrift stores is not my thing, but you can really find some cool gems if you're looking for some old school stuff. Um, it's really neat, man. As far as a cigar brand, that would be a thrift. That's a tough one, man. That's a tough one. Yeah, because I think it, I mean, it depends on your view of thrift stores because it could sound like, oh, it's just other people's trash and garbage that they're getting rid of. But you can find some good stuff in thrift stores. Absolutely. That's why I think uh, I'm a thrift store fan. And the first thing I thought of was Macklemore, but that song. But um, I think Viaje, man, because they do so many di- different, you know, one one time it's, it's uh, like, Last month it was um, um, Andre, farmhand on zombie farmhand Andre, and then the week the before, birthday, is he yeah, the uh, birthday blend? Is he in the rap group Outcast? Andre two thousand? No, Andre Farkas. <laughs> so <laughs> Andre Andre three K. Um, but you know, one time it's it's something super cartoonish, and the next time it's in gold foil. The next time it's you know, you know, one time he's got the number two cigar of the year. Another time he's got TNT. So he's all, you know, that thr- you walk into a thrift shop, you could have anything in there. Yeah, it's like a smorgasbord. I can see that. All right, I'm agreeing with Tyler. I'm agreeing with yeah. Tyler. I'm pro thrift store now. I'm pro Viaje, so. There you go. Nice. That's yeah, a cigar, Noise, cigar Noise weekly video this week is about how, Tyler, you take just crappy photos for Instagram. And I was trying to prove that you don't need to buy a Bugatti lighter to make your cigar picks any better. Just go to the thrift store and find some treasures. Diamonds in the rough. Yeah, well, diamonds in the rough. That's a that's like a that's a cigar brand right there. Diamond in the rough. Um, this chair I'm sitting in, I got at a thrift shop. It's a comfortable chair. No. Nice. Nice. <laughs> the bed bugs are free. I had to pay for the chair though. <laughs> Well, you know, I live in my community. We have a Facebook group that's a, like a closed Facebook group. So people will always post things and just give away furniture. So we've given stuff away. We've taken things. And so it's, I like that a lot. This is literally the most interesting podcast I've ever been on in the cigar industry, you guys. Well, what did Terrence Great say the hear. one time? Yeah, Terrence is like, of all the podcasts I've been on, this is one of them. Yeah, all that's right. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Terrence. Agronosa. Hey, um, have you guys heard of tripophobia? No, I've not, but a phobia, so we know it's a phobia. And what is it, tripo? Yeah. Tripo. Tripophobia. I do not know what that means. I, I think I have it. It's, it's a fear of a, a cluster of small holes in things. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. And I'll, I'll see pictures and they just freak me out and I can't explain it, but it's just because there's a bunch of holes or dots. So polka dots. So you're not down with polka dots. Polka dots are okay, but I mean, if if you want to, listeners, type in tripophobia on Google, go to images, and tell me that doesn't freak you out. I think I think it's fairly common. People I'm get freaked sure out by why. the the iPhone too. Yeah, I think that that was uh, part of it. That doesn't freak me out, but I don't. My brother has a background on his phone. That's uh, it's a side of a tree and it has a bunch of acorns in it, and it's just 
it gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't know. Nice. Some of them will be like uh, like bug related, like a hive. Yeah. There's like a bug poking out. Yeah, it's it like I'm I'm okay with like the hex hexagonal features of a honeycomb or whatnot, but what about holes in jeans? <laughs> oh oh my goodness! This is one of my topics. Why? Okay, my jeans always rip in the crotch before it rips on my knees. Why is that? I'm not doing the splits. You must have a big member. Oh my. <laughs> thank, thank you, Tyler. Um, also, next question. Go ahead. Do you, do you uh, get Miguel. down and up a lot? Do you get down and up a lot? Doing push-ups, but I usually am not wearing my jeans. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. That's a. Hey, listen, man. I don't know what brand you're buying. Maybe you should switch a brand. You know. Yeah, you got to move up the Jenko Maybe. jeans. All right, uh, Tyler first, then Miguel. Would you rather be able to do the splits or do a backflip? Backflip back all day. No, oh, I'm a splits. What, you want to be Jean-Claude Van Damme? I mean, okay, first of all, when are you going to do a backflip? Fuck, any time, any, hey, guys, time look at No, I wouldn't announce it. I would just do that shit. Can you see Tyler in the trade show going up and down the aisles backflipping? I, I'd love to see that. Hold my cigar and I just do a backflip. <laughs> Hold my cigar. Dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing a splits and being like crotch level with somebody. Like I'll do a backflip and. Tyler has has morals, okay, Dom. Yeah. I feel like doing the splits, you'd be so much more limber. That there would be more times when you need to do the splits. <laughs> if if you go to like '90s me and I'm watching Kickboxer with. Jean-Claude Van Damme, yeah. I would, probably back then I would want to do it, but now, backflips. Back How were you watching JVC in the 90s? You were a child. My mom had a big crush on him. So we were stuck watching uh, Kickboxer and uh, what's the other ones he did? What's the, what's the one where he puts his hands in the glass? That's got to be Kickboxer, I think. Bloodsport, maybe. I don't know. Bloodsport. Ah, Bloodsport. I might watch one of those tonight. I'm not a movie guy, so I'm surprised I knew that. I used to be. Um, not, not. I lose, uh, like I was. Uh, I lose attention. Like I, I can't pay attention. But I am a big fan of uh, Silver Linings Playbook. I saw you. You put it on Facebook. I've never seen that. Isn't that a chick flick? Bradley Cooper's in it. Isn't it a chick flick? <laughs> no. A okay. Time out. It was directed by David O. Russell. He did The Fighter. Great movie. Uh, it's got Jennifer Lawrence in there. Big fan. Robert De Niro. Kentucky Girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Chris Tucker. It's a. Uh, it's a good. You know, it talks about mental. Um, mental health. Mental yeah. Health. yeah. Have you seen it, Miguel? I think I saw a clip. Uh, there was a clip where some Indian guys were getting picked on, and he mm-hmm. goes and beats up the guys that were picking on the Indian guys. Uh, no, I haven't seen the whole movie, but I know what you're talking about. It's on Netflix. I Please, Dom, do me a favor. You're not working. You have no friends. Check it out. Watch it. It's a good movie. Dude, I, I still don't know if I'm working summer school. I'm going to have to go into work on Monday. Uh-oh. Um, but what I like about it, well, there was some backlash because they basically said you can cure mental health disease with love. And it's like, ah, is that really the message? I think it's just. Them too, they they help each other out, you know. Interesting. Interesting. But what I don't like is you. Well, it's 
spoiler alert, everybody. Um, the ending is like I wish they would have. It would. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it took a while for. I mean, it was a great movie, but. Uh, I so on my watch party on this, uh, someone uh, Edward Still says Tyler better be a cigar ninja for Halloween. <laughs> Ed's a great dude. He supports uh, a lot of the events we do. I'm sure you've met him um, at the Crown Heads event we've done. Oh yeah, great dude. Good people. The only film I'm excited about to see uh, now that I think theaters opening, um, but is Tenet. Ooh. Don't know anything good. about um, Tenet. Christopher Nolan, guy who did the Dark Knight series, Inception. Okay. Um, but I, I love that guy as a director and writer, and it, it looks interesting. It's like somehow you can reverse time, but you can see it ahead of time. I don't know. He does he does some good stuff. Interstellar. Oh, Inception. I, yeah, I said that. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not a movie guy. So when my family, my kids and my wife are big movie freaks. And we have all of it. We have Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, all that kind of stuff. And when they put on a movie and they ask me to sit with them, I'm out within five minutes and they just use me as a pillow. So I'm just not a movie guy, man. I, I cannot sit still. I, I'm just not a movie guy. I, no, I'm a big book guy. Like for me, I'm all about books. And like I'm a big book collector. Um, I have Audible. I collect, you know, you know the physical copies. I'm a big book guy, man. That's, that's my love. Uh, as a literature teacher, I support that. But I did major in film, so I've got to support film as well, I guess. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm sure you got something. Go ahead. Well, look, I, Tyler's brought his cat on the show. Um, I saw a, a meme the other day where it says, um, what, I forgot what the hat's called. But they're like, if, if this dude, if you're wearing this hat, you refer to movies as films, and that's probably Dom. That was, that was middle class fancy on Instagram. There you go. You fold that page. Oh my goodness. Uh, Moat, Moat, uh, pumpkin, but she is really nosy and she likes to tell on people. So her nickname is Karen. I, I don't (laughs) have, (laughs) so I call her Karen. (laughs) I love it. I I don't have a pumpkin, but I do have a pumpkin. Pumpkin. Uh, that's the name I gave. No. Oh, you better watch it. No, it's a skunk. There's a skunk near my apartments, and every so often I'll be walking around. And I smell pumpkin. That skunk pumpkin be skunking, man. Oh, it's probably weed. Could be. It's it's a, I've seen. I've seen it. It's a skunk. Oh. But I, uh, I, don't know. I feel a little bad because she was dancing on my posters that I haven't framed yet or hung up. So I picked her up and I kind of threw her on the ground a touch too high or a touch too hard. So I feel bad. We have abusive relationship there, Dom. Yeah, it's a love hate. You, you can't you can't drop a cat above four feet or below like eight feet. Because if what? it's if it's high enough, they can correct. They have their tail and they whoop and land on their all fours. Yeah, she was trying to get in and she was like clawing at the door, so I had to let her. I in. I'm not condoning dropping a cat or throwing a cat up in there and trying to make it land, since we're now live. <laughs> <laughs> we know what kind of person Dom is. Dom, do you have any pets with your housemates? Not with my housemates, but uh, we have a a schnoodle, Hershey. My parents have. What's a schnoodle? 
It's a poodle and schnauzer mix. Doesn't shed. Nope. Which yep. is the purpose. Yep, yep. I'm uh we're we're thinking about buying our first dog this year, so Ooh. we want we're thinking about doing something that's a poodle mix because um we, we're not fans of shedding. I want a, yep. a Tibetan Mastiff. That would like twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, that's about that 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 you would need its own room. Yeah. I'd have to get rid of the smoking lounge. Ooh. I literally I thought his cat was going to be named like Corona or something like that or, or, yeah. or Bellicoso, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had, eh, I should, maybe my next Tyler, one. I didn't think about this, but if I visit you, I'm allergic to cats. I'm going to have to sleep on your patio. Hey, I'll start sending you some cat hair so you can get um, acclimated <laughs> to it before you get here. Oh, that's so great. Next time you send him a cigar, put some cat hair on it. Let's and get. Oh, get, my goodness. Get his, uh, yeah. Um, I'm a, I was a big cat guy growing up. We, we had cats as a family, never had dogs. And uh, at some point when I moved out for college, um, I all of a sudden became allergic to cats. So it's a shame because I love cats. I love their attitudes. I love that they don't give a shit about anything. I love cats. She doesn't mind the smoke. Oh, well, of course she leaves. Tyler, um, yeah. Do you have a sleeping bag? Uh, no. Why? No. Nah, Cause I'm, Dude, I will just take my sleeping bag. I'll buy another one, double stuff it, and I'll sleep outside in Wisconsin. I'll be no, fine. bro. I have so I have a, a room upstairs, and I had a rep stay in it last week, and uh, I I um I put a I got a blanket on there, and that's where Karen will is sleep. He, is he in the freezer now? No. What? Okay. For, oh, great. why did everybody think I'm a serial killer? But anyways, so. <laughs> Um, when the guest comes, I pull out the, the new comforter and put it on there because I don't want cat hair all over uh, the bedding. That's, you guys are like best friends now. And there's so much room for activity. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm Miguel. Beds. Um, Richie, previously V-cut everything, but I think he's off the gram right now. But he asked me to ask you, when are those Quattro Pataras dropping? And I was like, dude, I don't, I don't know what Quattro Pataras is. And he's like, oh, it means four kicks. Or crap, what is it? Capa Especial. Yeah. Four kick Capa Especial will drop either July. We're hoping July because of COVID. Things have been pushed back. It was supposed to be out in March, April. Um, so we're looking at probably a July or hopefully July. Worst case scenario, August. So it'll be out. I appreciate you asking. And I hope you find them out there in the wild. We're very excited about the blend. It's Ernesto's blend from EPC. I think you're going to love it. We literally just talked about that. Dom, Dom is in Dom, where's just, California are you right now? Right now I'm uh, near Clear Lake, which is the largest non-man-made lake in California. Uh, so it's two hours north of Napa, I believe. Okay. All right. All right. It sounds like you're on a highway. I mean, it's right next to the street, but then there's the lake right past the street. Nice, low yeah. fishing, low fishing, man. Yeah, I mean, I got, a, I got a lake. I got a lake in my backyard too, man. Fresh water. <laughs> there's a there's a volcano. I think it's dormant near the lake. What? It's really scenic. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You go up there and light your cigar from the uh, volcano. You'd have to walk up that. I'd rather, yeah, light it up when you get to the top rather than. I tried hiking 
up a mountain while smoking a cigar, and that was a bad idea. Yeah, that's usually not good to do. Yeah. Thought I looked cool, but it was not worth it. <laughs> She's back on my shit list. She tried getting out the window. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Love-hate relationship. Yep. Edward, yeah. Edward still says, I met him in 2018 at uh, Lake Country Cigars. Uh, and he's asking, are there any other limited edition crown heads that have been released this year? Uh, we've already announced and pre-sold the um, crown heads Lost Angel for TAA. So if you have a TAA account near you, you can get that. We will have some more LEs we haven't announced yet, but tomorrow the big announcement will come on Las Calaveras. So keep your eye out for that, 2020. Um, so that's all we're kind of doing right now. We do have a new release core line coming out later in the year. We haven't announced anything about it yet, but we will. Nice. Hey, Tyler, since we're streaming this to Facebook, are you getting questions there? <laughs> I know Dave was watching, but his Wi-Fi cut out. Um, hey, we got, we got the guest. We got my, uh, El Presidente has been looking. Um, well, I'm, I'm looking at my live stream. I don't know about you guys. Oh, yeah. Um, let me check down. Good, uh, but, um, yeah, uh, Richie, speaking of Richie real quick, he mentioned the uh, – he really wanted the uh, – that uh um ace prime sampler thing when i when i posted a picture of it he was asking me where do i buy that from i'm like eh, you gotta you gotta you gotta know somebody you gotta know a guy who knows a guy well that sampler that we sent out to retailers it's it's funny it's not for sale i think hopefully um look there's a lot a lot of work goes into making that sample box so who knows we may add that up to the lineup uh hopefully that'll be something we add if not this year, next year, man. We would like to have that sampler because it is beautiful and it's a great way to introduce yourself to Ace Prime Cigars, you know? Definitely. Okay, so th th these are the comments we got. We got, uh, um, so Mike Moreland says, brag some more, why don't you? I don't know what Will is bragging about. Uh, Tron says, I thought Dom can't smoke anymore while you're at your parents' house. Oh, Tron, that's another <laughs> story. Uh, my buddy said, <laughs> um, so he's, I went to high school with him. He doesn't smoke cigars, but he lives in Miami. He said, uh, our trophy fish big <laughs> uh, from Step Brothers. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. yeah. And, and then Skip says, uh, that, that cat, <laughs> that cat canceled out any and all swag. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> yeah, Karen. And then uh, uh, Kim Keeney says, yo. So no question, just uh Speaking of is. Kim and Tron, um, so last week, Miguel, we did like a test run with Zoom, uh, just Tyler and myself. And we said, oh, hey, who should we get on the podcast in the future? And Tron just tagged on Instagram like all these sisters of the leaf. It was like, dude, <laughs> calm down, man. <laughs> and and um, Mukal Rich. And Mukau Rich, yeah. I, mean, I do want to get um, the Smoking Chicks because they're starting to film again. Yeah, they just did something that's, with uh, Lorenzo from HVC. Yeah, it's Kim, Jolene, and Coco, I believe. I don't know if I know them. Smoking Chicks. I got to check them out. The Smoking Chicks. And their their profile picture is a chicken. Oh, it's like fantastic. It. I like yeah. it. I like it. I'm brand. Anything else, Dom, we got? Um... <laughs> I've pretty much gone through all my weird topics, I believe. I need to update this more because I have some from last week as well. Well, uh, I just wanted to ask because we talked about on the, on the last the last episode we did with uh, Miguel. Uh, we had mentioned Mo earlier, and uh, 
Um, Mo is one of the coolest dudes ever, but one of the funniest dudes I ever met was his cousin Buds, who has two shops out in uh, <laughs> out Orange in County. Orange yeah. County, uh, Tobacco Barn and Old Havana. Old Havana, yep. Um, <laughs> can, Buds, can you, yeah. yeah. Buds, Buds. I worked with Buds at CAO. He was our West Coast rep. I've kept in contact with Buds. He's a great guy. Um, he he. Literally, there's no one funnier than Buds. Buds is the funniest guy you will ever meet in your life. Uh, and Buds at one time was a big dude. He was he was overweight many years ago. And and the guy now is is as fit as you could possibly be. And uh, here's a little story. When I worked at CAO, I was 275 pounds. I'm down to 235 now. When I was at CAO, I was much heavier. And I roomed with him once at one of the trade shows. And he would work out every day. So he would get up at like 6 a.m., work out for two hours, come back, take a shower, get down to the showroom floor every day. I mean, he, the guy's a monster. And uh, one, one morning, he wakes me up at 6 a.m. He goes, Miguel, take your shirt off. I said, What? He said, take your shirt off. I, so I, I take my shirt off, and he goes, oh, that's the inspiration I needed. I'll see you in two hours. And he went out to the gym. You know, he would, he would always – everyone – my nickname is The Neck because I don't really have a neck. And so, so he would run behind me and slap me, and he go, I just took your neck. And he would run. I mean, the guy, the guy is hilarious. He's a great dude, and you should get him on this show as a retailer, man. He's just yeah. – he's worked in the industry as a rep for many companies. He's owned uh, various different shops and lounges. He, he rolls out the red carpet every time I visit him in California. Old Havana is right next to a beautiful Cuban restaurant and a Starbucks there. He always hooks me up, always has some good cigars for me to smoke. Bud's is first class. I like Mo, man. Uh, unfortunately, I don't get to hang out with Mo very much, but when I do get to see him, and I, I think he's one of the, one of the real down-to-earth great guys out there, and I hope his brand continues to grow. He's just salt of the earth, man. Good dude all the way around. And then, where, yeah. where is – Old Havana in California. Orange County. That's all I it's it's not far from the Angels baseball stadium. I know that. Is that is that where Ben works? Tyler, do you know? Ben. Sisters in Smoke. Oh, I'm not sure. I'll hit that up. Hit her up. Because I know she was po- she posted today a picture with uh, Patina. Nice. Yeah. Um, ask her. But I thought cool you mentioned last time, Miguel, that uh Anytime you go to a shop and they're like, hey, what's up? What's this? We're thinking about bringing something boutique, something smaller. Maybe. Yeah. So for me, you know, when I visit shops all across the country, uh, because I've been in it for so long, a lot of owners will say, hey, man, I want to add to my boutique shelf. Uh, you know, I've had crown heads now for three or four years and I've added this or I've added that. And what's a brand you recommend? I always recommend Patina. I think it's a great brand to have on your shelf. If you love that kind of boutique feel, I mean, it's, he's got a lot of love and a lot of attention behind it. The great cigars and you know, he's real true to what he does and, and it's fantastic. So every opportunity I get, I, I do promote guys like Mo and my broker. And I, I have a lot of direct reps to work for me across the country, but we have a broker who lives in New, in New Jersey. His name is Miguel Montanez and he also has patina. Miguel. As a Miguel Montanez and, and so La Chaveta is what I call La him. Chaveta, and, yeah. and he uh and every time I'm with him, he's like, What do you want to smoke? And I'll say, Hey man, give me one of those patina, bro. So I, I love those guys. Yeah, I believe that's that's the same Miguel who's always on small batch zooms, right? Tell oh him. yeah, that's yeah. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool dude. Cool dude, yeah. He's a wonderful guy, man. He just had his first baby. Uh he lives in uh, northern Jersey. His wife is a sweetheart, and he is, he is a, a, just a cigar fanatic. I mean, that guy, 
his cigar collection is off the hook, man. Because he travels. He loved him and his wife before they had a kid. They loved to travel internationally. So he'd pick up a lot of rare stuff all over the world. And, and, and But whenever I get hang out with him, I always get some goodies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, when do you plan on uh, hitting the road again? Have you guys talked about that at all? Yeah, man. I, I think my guys are probably going to start really traveling uh, at the end of June. And I think I'm going to be getting out there uh, starting in July, the first week or last week of June, first week of July, around 4th of July, I'm going to start getting out there. I'll probably hit up Ohio first. So Ohio hasn't been seen by anyone in, in, uh, since this whole shutdown. So I'll probably hit up Ohio and then I'll start traveling with my guys. And I look forward to getting up to Wisconsin, coming out to see you, Tyler. I don't know when I get to California, but when I do, Dom, I'll look you up, brother. I promise. Yeah. Um, good, August 31st is the Little Smoke. That's so right. So that's the rescheduled uh, event. We got the venue all squared away. and uh, Same venue as always? Yep. Nice. That's a so great it, event. Yeah, and it's nice because it's outside, too. Um, so, I mean... Right it's, on the water. Yeah. The uh, Pacific Ocean, I think. No, uh, Pewaukee Lake. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and then the weekend after that is the, the Roma Craft uh, Weasel Fest, which uh, Dom is my plus the one. boys will be there. The boys yeah. will be at Weasel Fest down in Austin, that's, Texas? Yep. That's my uh, vacation for the year. Since hey boy, this isn't happening. Check it out. Uh, when you're down in Austin, you got to go check out this taco joint. They're all over the place. It's called Torchy's Tacos. Danny's big into those. He got me on those. I got Danny into Torchy's Tacos. Oh, did you? When he was moving to D, when he moved out of DC and he's moving to Texas, obviously I wished him well. And 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 one of the first things I told him was, "Don't do it. Up, look up Torchy's Tacos." So I said, "Look up Torchy's Tacos, bro." And he may not, I don't know if he'll give me credit for that, but I was the first one to tell him Torchy's Tacos. He's going to discover it on his own anyways. But I love Torchy's Tacos, bro. Every time, I actually keep a picture in my phone of, of what I eat there. I love it so much. Nice. Um, Spe- speaking of Danny, he's going to be the uh, small batch Zoom guy, uh, Steam guest this Saturday. I, I don't know when I'm going to post this. I have time to edit. Um, but that'll be cool to chat with him. Dom, did you pop on when uh, – um John Huber was on last week. No, I, yeah, I had to work. Yeah, it wasn't work. I don't don't remember what I was doing. It wasn't just because I can't smoke. Playing Warzone. Um, you you freaking Tyler! You were playing Warzone during a Zoom. You weren't even paying attention <laughs> to the guest. I uh, I know those small batch uh, zooms are incredible. I know a lot of people jump on there. John, like you say, we're just was just on there from Crown Heads. John loves those guys. They're big supporters of Crown Heads, so we love small batch and Maximar out there. Um, in fact, Bud's store is probably three four miles from Maximar from Small Batch. Yeah, I can't wait to make it back out to California, visit Buds and visit uh, Andrew and Michael and the team at uh, Small Batch Pops and all them at Maximar. Mm-hmm. When you go out, Tyler, when you go to West Coast, do you have a do you have a, a playlist? Do you start playing West Coast Snoop Dogg, The Chronic? I mean, do you have a theme when you go out there? Yeah, uh, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Schoolboy Q, um, Absol, uh, Tupac, Big uh, N.W.A. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, Katy Perry, California Girls. No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. what? No, I. Uh... No. <laughs> If you're listening to California Girls, listen to the Beach Boy version. Come on. Uh, Snoop Dogg's on that in, in the video. And the video is pretty cool. She, there you go. Katy there Perry's you. naked on a cloud. 
Well, that's why you, you watch the video. That's why I like the song. It's not for the song's sake. Dom watches the video with the sound off. Tyler bumped him. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's catchy. Dude, California's awesome, man. It is. West Coast, left coast. West Coast, best coast. There you go. Yeah, I was, I was hoping to make a trip, pilgrimage down to Maximar. It's four and if hours I do, away. Four hour, dude, it's more than four hours. It's like six to seven. Is that how you do West Coast? Is that West Coast? I don't know. You're going to get uh, shot that's up. That's a gang, gang signs now. Oh, is it? I thought it was West Coast, man. There yeah. you go. There you go. Here you go. Midwest, baby. Midwest all the way. Midwest, nice. yeah. oh my God. dude. Midwest has the worst rappers ever. You know who I'm big on? Uh, Houston, Travis Scott, Don Tolliver. We did a hat at CAO um, that uh, replicated one of Travis Scott's hats. Mm. Oh, Crown Heads, you mean? Yeah, Crown Heads, we did. Yeah, Crown Heads, we did. <sighs> hey, Tyler, you know? That sold out? It sold out, yeah. Oh, fuck, I'm a huge yeah. fucking Travis Scott fan. Big time. Hey, Tyler, Riff Raff is out of Texas, too. Oh, yes, fuck he that. Is. Yes, oh, he is. Jody oh. High Roller. Jody High Roller. That's right. My I, girl, saw you... him. Oh, I saw him. The first time I saw Jody High Roller was on um, was on uh, uh, First We Feast, the Hot One show, and then I had to check out his music. He's crazy, man. Yeah, he has. He comes out with too too much music, uh, I think. But no, I saw him in Santa Cruz. My friend. Uh, God, I don't know if she bought me a ticket, but her boyfriend bought backstage passes, and we're like the last one, so we're just in the back drinking Ciroc with Riff Raff. Nice. That sounds awful. It was great. It's fantastic. And I, there's a there's a a guy I listen to. Um, it, he has a he put out an album, and there's a guy on there singing one of the hooks. And I looked at it, it said featuring Jody High Roller, and I thought it was funny he used that name instead of Riff Raff. Jody High Roller. Because I believe that's he wanted to be called Jody High Roller, and everyone just called him Riff Raff. Because he's garbage. Oh, no. Miguel, you speak Spanish, chopping right? Blades? I, speak chopping Spanish. Blades. I speak a little Spanish. I speak a little bit of Spanish, yeah. Um, Travis Scott has been doing the, a couple songs with a uh, Spanish singer named uh, Rosalila. Rosalila. Uh, I'm not familiar with Rosalila. Uh, so when you're done with this, play um, TK, uh, TKN. Okay. And then another song is Highest in the Room Remix. All right. Um, all right. I got yeah, some music was, to be listening to, man. Yeah. I was playing it in Nicaragua, and I asked uh, the person I was with what she's saying, and she's like, I have no idea. She's singing too fast. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, check out those two songs. I will. TKN. Yeah. All right. All right. Hopefully they come over the album together because she's got a really good – I mean, it's auto-tune-ish, but she's got a really good voice. Nice. Um, I'm a little freaked out, though. I follow her on Instagram now. She, her, she does these nails, and they're, like, that fucking long. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't get the four-inch long uh, uh, nails. There you go. It's hard. It's hard to hold a cigar like that. You'll melt the, melt the fake nails. Oh, dude, I got oh, somebody – I got somebody into cigars recently – and they're like, can you teach me how to hold them? You hold them cool. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I, took, <laughs> I took a picture with the Oliva wrap, and he's like, dude, how do you hold a cigar like that? I'm I like, think I saw that picture. That was you and Jana. And Matt, yeah. And Matt, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jana's great, too, by the way. You should She's have awesome. her on the show. She's an awesome person, man. She's a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
But it was funny in that picture. I commented. Uh, I, I act like she's not even in the picture because I had my arms folded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's just she's like so little. She's so little, man. Yeah. Tiny. The cat cancels out any and all swag. That's <laughs> whatever. That's fine. I love it. Uh, Skip, if you're still watching, Tyler's not going to be able to sleep tonight. He don't, core. he don't sleep at all, anyways. No. True. He does well. No, Skip doesn't sleep. I, I get. I don't know. We'll see. Over the winter, man, I was getting like three hours, if that. Oh, I'm 40 years old now. I need as much sleep as I can get. Well, hey, once you hit like 50 or around there, then you just don't sleep. Is that right? Is that just people I know? Ask your dad. Yeah, he goes to bed. Well, he goes to bed early, but he wakes up at like 4 a.m. Makes makes coffee for my mom when she wakes up. I hate when yeah. people brag about how early they get up, but then you find out they go to bed right after dinner. Yeah. It's early to bed, early to rise, man. My boy, Tim Kine, who works for Perdomo. My boy, Tim Kine, said, Miguel, what's up, bro? Looks like you're getting a storm. I am. I'm in South Florida, and it is rainy season. Hurricane season is here, and it is thundering, lightning, and it is raining. Very, very frightening. Um, speaking of sponsors, first of all, let's get, we need to get monster as a sponsor. Why, why that idea? If Danny, Secondly, if Danny can't get Red Bull, you can't get monster. Red Bull. Hey, see, here's the thing. When you don't shoot for the top. Yeah. Shoot for a couple steps below. Mm. Mm. Instead of Louis Vuitton, you go with champion. Yeah, <laughs> or you know, like with foundation, you know, Nick's cool. I like Nate. Let's let's hang out with Nate. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you can't hang with Skip. You hang out with his daughter Fiorella. You know what I'm saying? I get it, man. I get it. Or uh, um, Esteban's son, Anthony. There you go, Anthony. There you go. Tyler, your hair's gonna be longer than Nate's. Uh, cut it. I just yeah, I'm not cutting it, man. I think Tyler should braid it. I would Please get cornrows, but my hair is—I no. have—I have thin hair. I think because I got Native American in me. Oh my! Come on, man! You—you about as Native American as my left foot, man. Come on! <laughs> Come on, man! Come on, man! Dom, would you ever wear a champion hoodie? No, I—it doesn't entice me at all. Champion's I, back, man. The rock Adidas, but. I never stopped wearing champion. I just never wore the hoodies. I I like um even you know what a raglan shirt is, right? That's a three quarter length, the colors on the sleeves and then the shoulders and then the body's one color. It's a very popular with baseball players. Yeah, baseball's gonna say a raglan shirt. And so raglan. I always wore champion raglan shirts because they always made my size. So I always rock champ uh, champion raglan. I remember when champion was i mean i used to get those shirts really cheap and all of a sudden the price started going up up and up and i'm like what the hell happened all of a sudden champion is like the hot thing right now man you see two people wear champion um people in their let's say 18 to probably 20s i'm a little probably a little old and then 16 above because it's at walmart it's at any like yeah. meyer my dad you your dad worth champion no, I'll wear champion when I am a dad. There you go. It's kind of like Tommy Hilfiger. Like one step above Gap. What about Phila? Fila. 
back in when I was in high school, Fila was the hot, the hot shoe. It's, it's my dad's shoes right now, Fila. K-Swiss. K-Swiss was big when I was younger. And then before that, um, I don't know, BK. Um, they were called like BK Knights or something like that. Those were real popular back in the day, man. Mm. Those Did they make rolling shoes? I don't know. I don't One know. of those made rolling shoes. And but it, wasn't, it wasn't the back. It was like the full thing. It was you dumb. roll crew? Oh, no. <laughs> and then um, Umbro. Do you guys remember Umbro or Starter? Is that the Umbro? They had that little coin thing in there? Where you put your dime bag in it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What about Puma? Puma, I, I used to rock a lot of Puma back in the day because I really enjoyed Puma because there was a point there where I really got into, like, soccer clothes. And so I used to football. rock a lot of Puma shoes. Oh, football, football. <laughs> Um, so I used to rock a little Puma back in the day. Nice. Uh, all right. This is a final, final topic here. Um, cigar related tattoos. What are your thoughts? Um, I will tell you that I think it's, we have a, we have a big following in Germany with crown heads and like all of our German hardcore crown heads guys all have like CYP tattooed on their hands and they have the crown heads logo. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I, what what I think is funny, I'll tell you a little story. But years ago, I worked for a company. And we had a guy apply for a job, and so we go on to social media to check him out, and he literally had like five different brands tattooed on his body, but not the brand that he wanted to work for. Mm-hmm. And that was weird, you know. Like, how are you gonna go in and sell X brand when you're tattooed up with Y P Elemental P or whatever? <laughs> it, just, it was weird. Um, but if you love a brand and you're committed to it, I know Drew, I know a lot of guys have tattoo stuff from Drew Estates. I think it's cool as hell. I yeah. have a lot of tattoos, but none of mine are cigar related. I think if you get a cigar tattooed on you, it does look kind of weird. It looks like a piece of crap on your, cause it's long brown, you know, it just doesn't look good. Yeah. On a, but logos do. I, I don't, I've been in the business almost 20 years. I don't have any cigar related tattoos, um, but I, I can feel it. I, I can feel it. If I wasn't JP, JP Fingers has a CAO America cigar tattoo, doesn't he? I'm not sure. Um, I think so. I would get like a uh, like a tobacco leaf, maybe. Yeah, I think a tobacco leaf or tobacco flower, something like that. Uh, Tyler, why don't you do that, man? Why don't you do it? And you record it, and you can put it on like uh, cigar boys' noise. You know what I mean? Or cigar noise, yeah. Uh, cigar noise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, I hate needles. Um, Me too. I don't. If I could like take like five Xanax, maybe, maybe I could well, do it then. I will tell you that they do hurt, but like if you get a big tattoo, um, like I have a big one on my shoulder of uh, of uh, the monster in the bride from Universe, the old school Universal monsters, and um, it took I think three and a half hours. After the first forty minutes, my arm was numb, so. You know, you, you got to deal with a little bit of pain. You know what I mean? But, I'm hey, still- Tyler, next time you see my rep, uh, David Paul, uh, Payne, uh, ask him to show you some of his tattoos. He's got a lot of tattoos. Does he? Okay. Yeah, and his, his room is all tobacco-related. Yeah. Any crown heads tattoos he got? He, I don't think he has any crown heads tattoos. His are just like tobacco leaves, tobacco flowers, and oh, nice. bird, that, that bird of Nicaragua that everyone gets tattooed on themselves. On the Norteño? Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's cool. Dom, you don't have any tattoos, right? No, I don't. Uh, Somebody once told me, why would they put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari? 
And I'm like, this dude was like 60 years old with a pot belly. <laughs> well, I'm not a Ferrari, so I tattoo myself up, man. I'm like a, I'm like a, a town and country minivan. There you go. There you go. There you go. I say you're more like a Hummer. Hum, Hummer, yeah. Or FJ Dom, Cruiser. Dom, Dom is sort of more like a, uh, a Tesla. He's more of a Sebring Ooh. convertible. Right across the street from Tesla. There you go. There you go. I'll feel it. Yeah. A lot of Teslas in my neighborhood. All right. Wait. So what we've what we've did what we've discovered is is Tyler's gonna get a tattoo. You guys are gonna record it and you're gonna put it online. Dom, when you go when you take a trip, oh, there you go. You guys are gonna go down to Austin, Texas. There's a ton of tattoo shops in Austin, Texas. Get one when you're down there, brother. If Skip pays for it. Well, if Skip pays for it, you're probably going to get a, a Romacraft logo on you. I would probably I, get the uh, Neanderthal. Get a get a temperance tattoo, Tyler. Because you don't drink. There you go. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen him throw down a uh, pina colada. Yeah, I, I do fruity what? stuff. What? Yeah, yeah, I've seen him throw down a pina oh. colada. Tyler, I'm making, I'm making cocktails whenever I come visit you. Bring the uh, yeah, bring the um. I, I'm a I'm a rum guy, so rum and cocktails go great together. So as I said earlier on in the show, like I like to sit down and have a neat pour of either Zacapa or Diplomatico, neat, no ice, and then I like to have a fruity rum cocktail. I drink the fruity rum cocktail, I light up my cigar, and then I finish the cigar with just the the, the good rum, aged rum on the rocks or uh, neat. So that's that's how I do it. I, I like it both, man. You were saying before on the last the last episode that a lot of cigar makers uh, drink rum, right? Yeah. So you know, I tell everyone like if you like cognacs or bourbons or scotches, that's very popular in our industry, right? But the truth is, is if I took you to Cuba, Nicaragua, Honduras, or the Dominican Republic, if I took you to those four producing cigar countries, the people down there drink rum. The rum is part of the culture of Latin America. So the people that make your cigars, the people that blend your cigars, the people that work in the factories, rum is the, the spirit. And so rum has been paired up with cigars longer than any other spirit. So if you turn your nose up at rum, it's probably because you haven't been exposed to the right rum, or maybe you had a bad experience in college with, you know, Bacardi or whatever. But there are so many great well-aged rums out there. Sacapa, Diplomatico, Don Pancho. I mean, I could go on and on and Florida on. Canya. Florida Canya. And the truth is, is that rum and cigars pair up so well. Sometimes in tobacco fields, if it's grown in an area with a lot of wind, they'll grow sugarcane around the farm to help break that wind so it doesn't ruin the leaves. Sugarcane uh, grows in the same countries, grows from the same towar, the same land that tobacco does. They just pair up naturally together. So anyone out there watching, get involved with rum if you're a cigar smoker. And a quick shout out to Connie from Blue Havana. He just tuned in. Connie's, Love uh, Connie. Connie's my boy. Uh, yeah. Connie is a uh, former Navy, uh, just a great guy. Runs a shop called Blue Havana near Wrigleyville uh, in, in, in Chicago. Connie is salt of the earth. Great guy, man. Uh, I just talked to him on the phone for about 45 minutes a couple weeks ago. And, uh, dude, whenever I go into that shop, it's like a kid in a candy shop because he's got so much aged and rare stuff there. Yes, he um, does. If you like boutique, if you like rare, you like AIDS, you got to check out Blue Havana. Yeah, I love that shop. And, and Connie, man, whenever I'm there, we just talk nonstop. And then I'm like, 
you know, then I got to make sure my car is not towed away. But uh, I love that shop. If you go to Chicago, Blue Havana is definitely one. And if you're um, tuning in here, you're probably a, kind of a nerd too. So they have their own um, Roma Craft blend, uh, the Oros, Boros, and the Abaddon. Abaddon is great. Yeah. All right, guys, I got to go inside to eat soon. All right, what's for dinner? Going? Pollo? I have no clue. My sister was cutting an onion. Oh, hey. Hey, <laughs> saute up some onion. Uh, boys, I want to thank you guys for having me on the show. You know, I got number love for you, Dom and Tyler. Uh, anytime I can do anything for you guys, thank you for the support on Crown Heads and Ace Prime. Thank you for having me on the show. And we, between us three, we'll always have the lost episode that was just us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank you so much, Miguel. Really appreciate it. Sorry that uh, Dom fucked up. Hey, we'll, we'll eat some PB&Js when we all get together. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right, man. See you, boys. Rock and roll. Yeah!